0: The pursuit of our ideas and shit we have to say. My name is Toilet. I'm Luke.
1: And I'm Zach.
0: Zach, um, I notice a uh, you're a little bit down today. What's going on, man?
1: Yeah, for all the uh, for all the viewers at home that aren't our parents, um, I uh, so so you know next time you have next time you blow out a candle, don't get so eager with it. So. I uh, may or may not have been um, destroying a toilet earlier this week. Not to and, brag. Uh, not to brag. Not to brag. You know, keeping things, <laughs> keeping things, uh, keeping things uh, loose back there
2: in your general contractor job.
1: <laughs> it might, yeah, my 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 strenuous job of drinking eighteen cups of coffee in a day. <laughs> um, your colon's
0: working overtime. Just so, like
1: you <laughs> working on the night train, baby. Um, so, I, I, you know, as being courteous in our, you know, 1,000-square-foot apartment, uh, I decided to light a candle, and after I was through, wash my hands, of course, um, after I was through, I got a little too eager in blowing out the candle, and, like, I kind of got, like, my face, like, pretty close, and I, I blew out very vigorous vigorously, and there was an ember that, like, kind of, like, if you envision... This was like a cylindrical candle, and I would say it's probably about like do I don't can, know. Do candles maybe, come in
0: other shapes? Yeah, like a know,
1: square. Could be a, box, could be a like square. A taper. A square candle. A tea light. A votive. the The boys, the boys become candeliers. Is that what this, uh, <laughs> this Dude, podcast I would, is about?
2: I would love to. Let's start making candles out of animal fat again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so, anyways, so, so I, I, I you know, kind of get a little close to almost like a, like a four-year-old and a birthday cake. I get pretty close to the candle and I blew it out. And one of the embers did like a vortex thing and it shot up and like, I'm going to lean in for the camera for the folks at home.
0: Yeah, there wow. it is. There's a burn victim
1: burn. That, that could have been I'm in burned. like your
2: uh, conjunctiva. I, What's you know, it low,
1: low key, low key. It could have been really bad. Like it could have like, it could have, like jumped into my actual eyeball and like I had enough time to where it like kept burning and I didn't close my eye and oh. it was actually probably pretty smart that I didn't, but I looked up in the mirror and I was like, Oh, there's just burning flesh like That's right a- underneath my eye. Like there was like a, like a bright, bright is that, red.
0: Is that the worst <laughs> smell ever?
1: <laughs> it was a pretty, it was pretty bad. And it was like, what, maybe the size of like a raisin, not even
2: like who like is my wife mark? cooking pork tonight like, what's, what's <laughs> oh! the smell i'm getting
1: <laughs> so yeah so folks at home um safety note for the week uh just don't put your face right in right in front of a candle when you blow it out like stand back you know now maybe i know even what to do, you maybe Christmas. even do maybe even do the hand method or lick the fingers uh, that's
2: that's a badass move
1: i you know i'm not i'm not man enough to do that so i i, I got what i deserved
2: I'll get you one of those candle dampers for Christmas. Like the little actually, things with the boop and the boop. I'm going
1: to make sure I put my my safety goggles on before blowing out my candles.
2: I mean, that's why I started wearing glasses was, you know, um, Maddie has a BB gun that she's been wielding around the house and I can never be too careful.
1: <laughs> You're like uh, like the, the ongoing gag from The Simpsons with Lenny. My eye! <laughs>
0: I mean, worst-case scenario, you would have become an eye patch guy, which would be really cool. Really no, cool it would have been- could
1: have been a glass eye guy.
0: Ooh, glass eye guy, even better.
1: I mean, if you were back missing your front tooth as a glass eye guy, that would have been unbelievable. What a combo.
2: I definitely wouldn't want to do that. Just like <laughs> have one of everything, like get a glass eye, have one front tooth, do enough cocaine so I have one nostril. (laughs) (laughs) Love that. Um, Gentlemen, this week I wanted to uh, talk to you about our uh, favorite TV sport, American football. (laughs) And I wanted to uh, say a little prayer for our big homie uh, Dakota Prescott, oh. quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, is that you know, his, his full name? Back. Is that his, yeah, full name? his his full name is Dakota? Uh. Um, Dakota, this isn't the first time that you've bounced back. I know that you're out there listening. Um, you know whether it's getting beat up by a group of guys wearing Hurley board shorts in Panama City Beach. Um, you know whether it's like you know being drafted as a fourth round pick behind Tony Romo you know you're going to get your Tad. ankle turned around. Jerry Jones Oof. is going to try to underpay you and you're going to end up as the next quarterback of the New York Football Giants.
0: <laughs> At least he's got experience of supporting people who are depressed by it with his brother, so he's got to, you know, been through it himself. So
1: be reunited with Jason Garrett in uh, New York.
0: Yeah, Jason Garrett just wandering over there like, oh, hey, man, uh, sorry your leg is pointing the wrong way. That kind of (laughs) sucks.
1: Toilet, is is that, from your experience, have you seen a worse football injury before?
0: I've never witnessed a worse football injury than that. Absolutely not. Um, It's, I mean, honestly, like, it sounds fucked up. Like the the clean break um uh, is not as bad as like some of the other like ligament damage shit that like some other guys go yeah. through. Like, um, like when you just have a clean break, like the kind of like the Karis Levert or like the Paul George, like it's almost like a year long. Like Kevin, Ware. obviously, like you know Kevin Ware, yeah, like the really gruesome, like Twitter fucking everyone freaks the fuck out and puke emoji whatever. Um, but like the ligament damage stuff, I feel like is a lot more taxing because it's actually like strengthening the ligaments around that joint rather you know this is toilets uh <laughs> eat, eat dr corn. toilet dr <laughs> toilet <laughs> um so i would imagine he's going to be able to play next year but you know it's it's,
2: it's, it's the disgusting. dislocated ankle it's not the broken shin that's the issue
0: yeah yeah the dislocated ankle yeah that makes sense so maybe come out some stuff that kind of goes along with it but
2: yeah, I, I, honestly, like
0: how is this stuff not a HIPAA violation? Like isn't he allowed some level of privacy of like, oh, like can I just deal with my own medical problems and not have oh, everyone poking around? Lower body
2: injury. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, can we go full hockey here? Like I have a lower body injury. It's none of your goddamn business. Leave me alone. <laughs> this is all a scheme to cover up Dakota Prescott's uh, testicular torsion. <laughs> um, this was like the exactly the Gordon Hayward injury too. Oh okay, um, if you remember that and the Kevin Ware injury, God. I think is like so ingrained in our minds because it happened right in front of the Louisville bench. Like yeah, and it was right on that front weird front elevated
1: Sunday too, I think right
0: elevated like playing surface. So it was literally like right in front of everyone's eyeballs. It wasn't like they were like you know sitting above it. They were like at eye level of like his shin, like shattering into a million pieces. So, uh, yikes!
1: Did you see on ESPN they blurred the yeah. The Prescott injury.
2: Explicit content. <laughs> is that like on the on Bachelor in Paradise where they just blur out people's asses, even though they're probably not wearing anything too revealing just to like <laughs> draw your eye to it?
0: Holy shit,
2: Dak Prescott
0: has a hog in his pants. Look and away, the, everyone. The black <laughs>
2: shape just moves at a 90 degree angle to simulate where his ankle went. <laughs>
0: That's just the worst. When you you're just like sitting there, you know right away. Like when I when I hurt my leg, it was not nearly the level of injury that Dak Prescott had, but I I immediately knew I'm like I'm not standing up. Like someone's gonna have to pick me up off this field and walk me off of here. I'm not gonna walk off here myself.
2: This is well, terrible. And he 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 reacted did, the same way. He did picked you, up where, his foot you? and like slammed it against the turf immediately. He Damn was like, foot. oh no, and his foot just moved like I don't know. Like it was
1: ragdoll physics.
0: Stupid ass foot. Do what I say.
1: That was like. Uh, do you guys remember in the Masters a couple of years ago, Tony Finau dislocated his ankle, like celebrating a hole in one, and then just popped it right back in place as he was walking. he's walking down the fairway. Ooh, golf you guy. can say
2: that I remember this Tony Finau
1: oh moment. My, oh my gosh, how do you guys not remember this? He like. He 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 aces like one of the par one of the par three contest holes like on a Wednesday before and uh he's like high fiving people as he's walking down the um walking down the fairway and he like does like a little hop skip jump and then his like right ankle just like bends ninety degrees and he just like goes down and like just like a doom doom like pops it back in place and then keeps on going.
2: That's a golf guy guy right there. Yeah. Who's the one that everybody hates?
1: Bryson, not, DeChambeau. Not Bryce Bryson DeChambeau. Not Bryson DeChambeau. the other guy who
2: won the Masters the other year.
1: Oh, no, Patrick the Imagine Reed. Dragons guy. Imagine Dragons, yeah. Yeah, Patrick, ima-
2: Reed. Yeah, Patrick Reed. Patrick Reed he's- walks up behind him and steals his wallet while he's replacing <laughs> his ankle.
1: You could say he's radioactive. Radio-
2: radioactive.
1: Oh, oh, thought
0: oh. Enough? I'm imagining enough?
2: dragons right now
0: that's what golf needs is they like, need some they bad mean, boys that's why that. I, I'm standing on the table for frisbee golf we need some like frisbee golf chaos we need some frisbee golf fucking personalities out there to get frisbee golf into the into the sphere frisbee golf is the is the game of the future boys it's the game of your you know your forgotten stepson who loves to smoke weed it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the hippie guy in high school you try to avoid it's that's the, those are the people that we're trying to drag into
2: the sport. Your college dropout nephew who takes acid <laughs> before his shift at GameStop is also a pro froth player. He's
0: got a sick forehand. You should check his shit out, dude. He can launch some scubers about 250 feet. Dude, He's working you know, on you know Travis?
1: To <laughs> Travis is so good at froth.
0: Travis
2: who?
1: Just Travis. It's pro
0: Disc Golf Association, where the PDGA, we demand to be taken
2: seriously. Um solely comprised of guys who also learned how to do card tricks in middle school. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah.
0: Also Magic the Gathering guys. Definitely they weren't right. into Pokemon or Digimon because they they're like, no, that's too that's too straightforward. Give me a more ambiguous yeah, confusing That's kid stuff. That's kids stuff. Give me something more complicated with more rules and more arbitrary limitations. That's what I'm about,
1: baby toilet what kind of discs do you throw
0: um i'm more of a backhand guy i'm working on my on my forehand but it's terrible so uh i will throw some tomahawk over the top Mm -hmm. um if i do need something that will finish to the right but as a righty my backhand finishes to the left so um those are my main my main um my main uh uh throwing styles but I, i i crushed this week, I fucking crushed a scuba about 330 feet, the farthest I've ever thrown a disc in my life. And then dude, I tried to do it again, sick. and it just careened into someone's backyard. So <laughs> Awesome. Um, working on being a little bit more consistent, I guess, is the name of the game here. But um, yeah, but shout out to, to all my, my, my froth a Really hot
2: there. chick picking up that scuba, right? Yeah,
0: dude. You like, pick up someone's disc, you like, find it on the course, you're like, oh my God, this might be the one. And then it's just a dude named Jesus, and you're like, "Oh fuck, okay, well, <laughs> I'll leave it behind the porta potty, dude. You can pick it up if you want." <laughs>
2: uh, um, so let's keep talking a little football. Um, Zach, you had some uh, goal line stuff that you wanted to talk about, getting to some X's and O's.
1: Yeah, we can do we can do some more. We can do some more. Um, the boys try and save. Try and save goal line, goal line strategies and the boys
0: stand for the goal line stand.
1: Boys stand for the goal line stand. I think toilet. Totally, I think you had like an idea a couple weeks ago about, um, about like what to you know how to how to, uh, about like you know, being a defensive lineman and trying to like snap or trying to like swipe the ball out of the way. So I'm thinking on the other side, what if you just put like, and I'm sure there's probably, like, a numbers thing that goes against this for, like, a quarterback, but, like, what if you just put a defensive lineman, like, under center and he just takes the snap and, like, just, like, bull, bull rushes the center down for at least a yard?
0: It's not the worst idea. Uh, I think the center to quarterback exchange is something that even quarterbacks fuck up from time to time, so you'd yeah. need someone who would, like, take an immense amount of repetitions with the center,
1: I mean, we watched Jay Cutler fumble more snaps in six years than I think any, like, high school quarterback I think I've ever seen.
0: Sure. But even you could do the the Cam Newton like he did against the Seahawks. He did it, like, four times where they just shotgun snapped to him, and he just, like, picked a hole and ran through it. And if you picked a guy who was agile enough, like – Aaron Donald like no one is going to fucking tackle that guy after he at least gains a yard, you know. Yeah. Well,
2: Cam Newton is a defensive lineman playing quarterback. He's exactly. like 6'6" <laughs> 260. Yeah.
0: True. So, yeah, I don't hate that idea at all. Um I think that it, it obviously gives away what you're going to do, so like the threat of throwing the ball is completely off the table so that people actually might load up in both mm-hmm. A gaps and a zero technique over the center, but I don't hate this idea. I'm all for anything that is like in the in the um, idea of being more creative and as Luke hates the goal line fade and banning the goal line fade at any expense possible. The worst
2: play. Unless you have like Calvin Johnson running toward the corner, that play never, ever, 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 ever works.
0: Don't send at Luke Fowler, at Hi There Luke, any clips of any goal line fades ever working. He would hate that.
2: Okay, you have to you can send it to me, but you have to send like the 80 instances before it where it didn't work and they just end up kicking a field goal.
0: <laughs> or getting picked
2: off. <laughs> like We don't we don't
0: run it on my team. You're God you're you're right about that. We're not we're not running that shit over at the sophomore well,
1: football level, baby. Well, Luke, I, I will say this. You have Mina Kimes in your corner. I just uh, typed in goal line fade in Google, and the first article that popped up was entitled So long, goal line fade, why one of the NFL's least efficient passing plays is disappearing. Calvin Johnson is the first name (laughs) listed in that that, that article, too.
2: (laughs) Exactly. I watched Kyle Orton throw it into the 400 level so many times over Moussin Muhammad's head that I never want to see that play run ever again. And it, it shouldn't be. Like, quick slants, throw it to your tight end. Like, at least make it a jump ball. Like, it takes, like such a perfect throw to drop a dime in the bucket in the corner of the end zone in a short
1: yardage play.
0: Are you setting us up to talk about how we were totally right about the bears prediction last week?
1: What did we all um, take the, we all take the points.
0: I think you guys took the under, uh, I don't remember if you actually took the bears or not.
1: Oh, I know. I, I took, took the, the under under 40. I took the under 44 for sure. And I know yeah. that hit smashed. Honestly, the life of the life of an underbetter is a life I don't ever want to live.
0: Four and one Chicago Bears, baby. I know. Four and one. Playing the Rona Panthers this week. Are we actually going to play this game? Uh, maybe. Are, are they, they, they a Rona team some now? Tests. Uh, the team they played last week was a Rona team. Didn't they play the Falcons? And Dan, Dan Quinn gave them the Rona on his way out. They did. Uh, they maybe. did. So the the most embarrassing thing of all the things that happened was Dan Quinn losing to the Minnesota Vikings.
2: <laughs> no. Like, they oh. oh, wait, no, they didn't.
0: <laughs> that's the last straw. You lose to the Vikings, you're fucking out of here, baby.
2: I mean, they suck. And that's a primetime Kirk Cousins game. He's got like the Jay Cutler low blood sugar thing going on in primetime games
1: at Luke. Do you want to know, take it, take a guess on what the percentage hit is of 37 fade routes thrown five yards or less into the end zone.
2: Oh God. That's such an impossible play out of a pool of 37. Does it give a year? Yeah. 2019. Oh, 2019. Uh, 8%? Eh.
1: Not, not not too far off, 13.5%.
2: Ooh, 13%. That's what I would have guessed if you asked me how many people around the world marry their cousins. <laughs> ah, damn, you beat me <laughs> to that callback joke. Fuck. <laughs> damn it. Um, but yeah, that's like a really shitty play. You might as well run the Cordero Patterson lay down. Fullback dive at least. Like, juice check, like, try and plow over a linebacker.
1: So what's a flat route?
0: Like an arrow, like a one-yard running to the sideline.
1: They say, okay, that's 57%. That's like the most – that's like the highest percentage play when you're five yards in in the goal line. High yeah. percentage pass play to convert a touchdown.
0: That's like when you're under center and you fake outside zone one direction and then the quarterback boots out and rolls the other way because the fullback rolls like right into the flat like a one-yard arrow. Oh, it's arrow. Like
1: a, yeah, like shovel pass barely yeah. exactly
0: like a really easy quick pitch and catch
1: well the golden tate touchdown from the 2018 playoff game right wasn't that what that was
0: uh was that Stafford? Oh,
1: the eagles yeah yeah the eagles i honestly that, Se-
0: that that entire game was a four-hour
2: mind fuck so i have no idea what happened in that game. <laughs> was that seahawks or lions golden tate
1: uh that was eagles. philadelphia eagles was Golden Tate. Yeah.
0: Was Golden Tate the guy who fought with o- Odell Beckham Jr. two weeks ago at, at, at midfield? I don't know. Who fought who uh no it was Jalen Ramsey right. Josh and, Norman?
2: No, it wasn't Josh <laughs> No, Josh Norman got his <laughs> shit blown out this week. By, uh, Tuesday night football,
1: guys. How Eric Henry. That? Tuesday night football is awesome. It would have been I hilarious. Should have, I should have gone I should have gone to the game yesterday. Yeah,
2: dude, tighten up.
1: Yeah, looks like it would have been fun.
2: You would have been able to see Josh Norman get absolutely truck-sticked by Derrick Henry. We that at, coming.
1: I was at the Derrick Henry game when he had that like ninety-nine yard run against the Jaguars on Thursday Night Football. That was you fun.
2: Eight other Titans fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's the name of the Jacksonville team? Jaguars. Jaguars. You say Jaguar.
1: Jagu- Jaguar. 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 Like the name of your stepdad's car, the Jaguar. Exactly.
0: Shout out to all stepdads.
1: Stepdad Appreciation moment. <laughs> Step <laughs> Clyde, appreciation Clyde Edwards. Moment. Clyde Edwards Alaire. He uh, added a hyphen for his stepdad. True. And now he's gonna get now he's gonna get relegated to secondhand duty because of Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> Wait, is that official? Did he join the Chiefs? Yeah, he's joining the Chiefs.
3: He oh. is? Breaking news. Oh,
2: the Jets <laughs> suck so bad. That's such <laughs> bullshit. I know that he wasn't efficient or anything. You're mad but... at the Jets? Yes, I am mad at the Jets.
1: Do you know, do you know they paid him over $400,000 a carry? <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> I heard Fuck. that stat today on the, the uh, um athletic uh, pod, uh, NFL pod.
0: How much would you have to get paid in order to carry a football and get tackled
2: by an NFL defense?
1: It's a really good question.
2: I'm I'm wearing pads too. You get to wear pads, yeah.
1: Is my health care taken care of? You're an NFL uh-huh. player.
2: Yeah. So no. <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: Wait, whose whose medical staff do I get? Do I get Ooh, like
2: the Chargers?
1: Oh. The Chargers.
2: are... <laughs> oh, sorry. Hey, the Teamsters. <laughs> the Teamsters oops
1: <laughs> God, uh, I don't know like have you seen have you seen that have you seen that commercial where uh that like dude gets tackled by um oh, uh, uh, James Harrison uh
0: like the real person that gets tackled by him yeah yeah, yeah
1: yeah yeah he's like you wouldn't get tackled by James Harrison and so he like runs around his house and he finally gets tackled at the end I'm like I don't I don't know if I'd do that for less than seven figures. Real
2: talk, like, I would almost take any current NFL player over James Harrison. (laughs) In (laughs) in what way? Like, I would rather any current NFL player tackle me versus James Harrison. That's true. James
0: Harrison would, like, make your soul leave your body if you got tackled by him.
2: Like, Aaron Donald or Khalil Mack right now, I would take them over – like James Harrison unblocked down the middle.
1: Now, that if I is terrifying sight. Now, if I wear a quarterback jersey, do I get quarterback in the pocket protection rules on this? Sure,
0: thing? you can get a fifteen yard penalty
2: after you get hit.
1: Okay, um, I only have to do it once.
2: Yeah, you only get tackled once. But I, but it could be like on a halfback
0: dive or something. Sure. <laughs> yeah, they'll stand you up and plant you back on your
1: head now yeah can and, I... me
2: and rip both my Achilles.
1: <laughs> can can this be is this game speed playoff speed or pro bowl speed
0: this is uh pro bowl speed but you also get a hundred thousand dollars for every yard you gain
1: oh, oh. <laughs> um
2: fuck it uh throw me a crossing route over the middle. <laughs> <laughs> I was
1: gonna say. I was gonna say for that you can you could just kick the ball deep into the end zone. I'll start from the end zone.
0: A kick return so they get a head start. <laughs> awesome. Get a flying forty before they fucking blaster me. Um, guys, is there a lower t moment than checking your fantasy team and just seeing that you got your absolute ass handed to you by someone I destroyed
1: else? this week. Okay, yeah, ask um, about your about fantasy team. This segment's about, getting
0: cut. Nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. That's what I'm getting to. I'm like, fantasy football. I just, it's been 15 years. I've won one time. I've been in like 40 leagues, like three leagues a year. I'm just terrible at it. Like, I got low T. I don't give a shit. I fucking suck. Who cares? Who cares?
1: Yeah. Um, your team's pretty bad. It's, it's just yeah, something dude. fun
0: to do, man. <laughs> Just a way to feel like a low-team moment of the week. Like, oh, wow, I'm fucking impotent. Awesome. Who's going to kick the shit out of me this week?
2: You can relive that moment over and over by betting money on sports, especially betting money on college football.
0: (laughs) Except for you, Luke. You've been killing it
2: lately, man. No, I haven't. I've kind of gone cold, and I can't bet college football this year to save my life.
0: Well, why are you? That's like the most inconsistent of all the sports
2: right now but when zach and i were doing it together we were good so i feel oh, like we dude. need to get the band back together
1: we were we were toilet i'm not kidding we were hitting like 70 percent like there were weeks where we were going six and oh like we couldn't lose not Shit,
2: not you having have the astros braves is your world series oh did the astro oh the astros won tonight um yeah correct. i did bet the braves off. so that was a nice moment when did you bet the braves when they were down one nothing and they were giving the Braves plus two, and I was like, "This is the so, easiest money Luke, of all time."
1: Luke, can I can I make can I make a uh, can I make a confession? Speaking of yeah. getting the band back together, um, I didn't want to break your heart, but I had put ten dollars down on our from our Bovada account on Texas at the halftime, <laughs> yeah, plus at plus, uh, plus seven hundred. So I was mm-hmm. going to I was going to surprise you had they ended up coming back and winning, but they ended up uh, they did not win, so.
2: Yeah. I got them Spoiler at plus alert. eight and a half.
1: That's so... Pretty, well, no, I... Plus eight and a half. No, I, I bet the money line at plus 700. The in-game money line. At halftime? At halftime. they're down two touchdowns. Speaking of, I see that's on our... That's on a couple of lists. We want to talk about that game, boys.
2: Um, yeah, I just wanted to mention that that game was, like, in general, off the rails. Like, I'd given it up as a bad job when... Um, Ellinger threw that pick in the end zone with like five minutes left to go in the fourth quarter when they were down by, what was it? 16 or 15 or something. The refs spotted them like 24 seconds at the end of the game to get the score to send it to overtime. And I will say that is that game played at the cotton bowl or do they change it between like, yeah, it's, still play,
1: it's still play at the cotton bowl.
2: Um, definitely the worst implementation of the socially distanced crowd yet this year, (laughs) because by the time it was in overtime, like the, like I, it was probably like a quarter crowd. They had all just moved into like the front eight rows of the stadium and nobody gave a shit. And then, yeah, it was an entertaining, uh, um, overtime. It was a big dick move to go for two. That could have really screwed Oklahoma over, but I oh, don't know.
1: Both those they teams ha- suck. They had to. They had to. At the fourth overtime, you have to start going for two. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh. Both that's those it, teams that's, suck. Like a, that's like a new rule. It's like within the last like two years. Oh.
0: Both those teams suck because this week, I believe, next week, I believe, this week, is next week. the return of Big Ten football.
2: Yeah, the 22nd.
0: Oh, shit. Are you ready to watch Rutgers Northwestern go head-to-head, baby? Hold on to your fucking ass cheeks.
1: Hell yeah, dude. They're about to get clapped. Spread those cheeks. Are you ready to watch
0: Halfback Dive?
1: (laughs)
2: This is the year when Indiana beats Michigan
1: or Ohio State.
0: This is the year, dude. This is your year.
1: Will you tell the the listeners what you'll do for a Rose Bowl?
2: What will I do for a Rose Bowl?
1: Yeah. Um, For Indiana.
2: For an Indiana Rose Bowl. Yeah I don't know Not as much as I would do For a Bears Super Bowl To be certain Preach But I don't know Have Any of you had uh, That PBR Hard seltzer
1: Yes No is it any good
2: Oh is it any good Yeah it's great Oh Shit I was gonna say I was gonna drink four of those Back to back to back
0: Would you drink Uh, a gallon Of Chicago River water
2: Oh no No dude (laughs) It's like um, 70% piss. I would eat one raw chicken thigh if it meant that Indiana would go to the Rose Bowl. Ooh. Bone in. Bone? Would you If, if, if would like you eat someone, the bones? Uh, could I throw I them in a food processor?
0: I eat the bones.
2: Because um, then I feel like I could do it just like a slurry of like one raw chicken thigh. Um. I feel like that would be a decent trade-off if somebody had, like, the big send Indiana to the Rose Bowl button this year.
0: <laughs> well, thanks for your service, Luke. We appreciate it.
2: No problem.
0: Um, I'm uh, also intrigued by your, your note here that just says the word shots. What does that uh,
2: mean? We'll, we'll get there. I oh, want to okay. save that for last. Okay. Wow. Um,
1: one other it's, ice, tea. Nice. it's a nice tease. Coming Good up time. after the Roman read. De-
2: coming up after our Hubie Halloween discussion, um, I, I want to get to that. But first... Um, in, Pearl Jam. But first, Pearl Jam. <laughs> in one of the playoff games this year, uh, using advanced analytics and like camera tracking, they figured out that an umpire called a perfect game in terms of balls <laughs> and oh. strikes. Yes. 136 136. Was it now, Joe West? No, it wasn't Joe West. It was like Ah. actually some young guy kind of in like (sighs) built like a college football referee, like one of those guys. Um, But he went 136 for 136. Is that more impressive than a no hitter where the pitcher lets up a run? How many times is a
0: pitcher called a perfect game?
2: Perfect game is twenty six times a no hitter is like three hundred thirty something. I want to say. Well, I mean, an umpire. How many? Uh, perfect- oh my gosh! Um- it, yeah, there's no way to tell because they've only been tracking this for so, so long. So
1: can I can I do can I do a little backstory right now? I found the article. Yeah. For this, so perfect. This is uh, Monday, October twelfth to twenty twenty, titled "Perfect Game for John tumpane and. In- is first in UeFL history. This is umpire ejection fantasy league um, <laughs> for <laughs> so, uh, the
2: people who fantasy baseball just isn't enough. No, no, no.
1: <laughs> I need that fantasy umpires pocket um, protector ass nerds <laughs> nerd, and and you're talking to an accountant, so I know I know nerds. Um, so this guy made 135 correct calls over 135 callable pitches. And you know who holds the the, the second highest mark at ninety nine point four percent? What's his name, Toilet? I was
0: not paying attention. Sorry, I gotta snap. Who's the only Joe West? Yes, thank you. I was Joe gonna say who's West. the only
1: umpire that you know in major league baseball? Joe West. Country Joe.
2: Angel Cabrera.
1: <laughs> and uh, that happened Joe West's mark happened uh, in game three of the two thousand eighteen Red Sox Astros ALCS. Damn, we've had some pretty high ones, but we've never had 100%. It's pretty cool. Game two. Tree Joe. This happened in game two this year of the 2020 American League Championship Series between the Houston, Lastros, and the Tampa Bay Rays.
2: You know how you could get all of them to
1: 100%? By Robo. making a bunch of more John tum pains.
2: Toilet, I think you were onto something. Robo umpires. Thank you. We can see the strike zone on, like, every Fox broadcast. Why can't we get robo-umpires?
0: As someone who works in a field that could be largely solved by robots, I am pushing back against the robot takeover.
2: Please do not replace me with a robot. I think this year has proven unequivocally that you can't be replaced with a robot, at least not in the near term. (laughs)
0: Let's fucking go... (laughs) So um, Toilet, right.
2: you got anything good for us in Suburban Woman of the Northwest Suburbs?
0: Yeah, Suburban Woman of the Northwest Suburbs for anyone who is not a member of the Northwest Suburbs of Chicago is a great um monthly publisher uh magazine for, you know, suburban women and people who are supportive of suburban women. This is a Pro Suburban Woman podcast.
2: We love our suburban women, don't we folks?
0: Yeah, I just want to. I mean, shout out to all the suburban women out there. Um, you're beautiful and you're amazing. Um, by reading this uh, editorial, I feel like you know all, all these suburban women are interested in being more attractive. I just want you to know that you're beautiful. You know, whatever you look like right now, whatever you may be dealing with. Um, honestly, of the of the twenty pages of this of this uh, journal, it seems like. 99% of the information here is about how to be more beautiful. I just want you to know that you're amazing no matter what you look like right now. Um, so I don't know if you guys had any direct questions for suburban women of the Northwest suburbs. I'm, I'm happy to stand in, in the place of them, given we don't have any guests at this time who are uh, suburban women. But um, uh, Toilet,
2: have... is there an op-ed section? Do people write there... into suburban women of the Northwest suburbs? There's no
0: op-ed. Um, page one is how to fix your teeth. Page two is how to have less mask knee, which is acne because of your mask.
2: I get that. So I think that's an understandable and relatable problem. Okay. Yeah. Like on the bridge of your nose and shit. That's really fucking annoying. Uh, Page three
0: is sexual dysfunction. Page four is having sexier eyebrows. I mean, I can relate to
1: that. Sounds like we're going to get a Roman sponsorship after this.
0: (laughs) Definitely. Um, Step two. The next page is about your teeth. The next the next one after that is being too vascular, which I think there's so many men out there who are trying to be more vascular. So Ooh, having the opposite. And I think problem.
2: they're talking about varicose veins, not like the sexy veins that you get in your biceps or like the V section of people who actually have low body fat in their abs. Who doesn't but- want a sexy suburban
0: woman with a throbbing vein in the middle of her forehead, though? Um we've got orthopedics, how to avoid surgery and scars from surgery. We've got neurotherapy for how to avoid um, having a peptic ulcer because of your shithead kid. We've got laser <laughs> and skin care. And then we finally have an article that's not about being, being more beautiful. It's uh, what to do when your parents get too old and you need to put them in a nursing home.
2: Oh God. It's a grim outlook for the suburban woman of the Northwest <laughs> suburbs.
1: It's a really light topic.
2: Uh, you're getting we... uglier, and your parents are going to die. But this is here's a pink magazine for you.
0: <laughs> then we quickly return to the comforting note of uh, advanced dialysis care, ultimate comfort.
2: <laughs> this is a fucking depressing magazine, boys. Like you're supposed to read this at a restaurant because that's where they're all distributed. <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly. I got this at a donut
2: shop. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's Spunky Dunkers? Yeah, exactly. That's where I got it. Shout out to Spunky Dunkers, future supporter of the podcast. Yeah, sponsor the pod, Spunky Dunkers. Um,
0: All natural cure for anxiety. Turns out it's just smoking weed. This guy knows what I'm talking about.
2: (laughs) Is it really?
0: (laughs) Just fucking smoke some weed, suburban women.
2: Hell yeah, it hits Um, from the bong.
0: Mommy makeover... Um, natural healing from a psychic and a medium, which is mm. awesome. Um, yeah, this is this is what the suburban women of the northwest suburbs are reading about. So, hey, suburban women, you don't need this magazine. All you need is this podcast. You're beautiful. That's right. You're amazing. You don't need to change anything about the way that you look. You're perfect just the way you are. And your stepson is an asshole. We know.
2: <laughs> we we know that. We We know know that he doesn't give you the respect that you deserve. Exactly. We're always here to support you. You're doing your best. Especially Toilet. Yeah. He's a big, strong man. Go over to his house. He'll make you dinner. We had... Light a candle.
0: (laughs) We had parent-teacher conferences, and people were like, why are you so dressed up, Toilet? Which is my name. And (laughs) I said, well, (laughs) you never know who's going to come in. (laughs) You want to look good for the single moms, Toilet, which is my name. <laughs> they say, Mister Toilet, you look really nice today. What are you dressed up for? And I say, the single moms and the suburban women because they need they need this. Hey,
1: what about cause... what about a magazine suburban suburban men of the northwest suburbs? Oh,
0: finally a magazine for me. A
1: Magazine for men. Uh, do they have a that? magazine by
2: men for men? Featuring ben. I, I think they call that the National Review. There you go. That's a pithy politics joke for you. But um, yeah, to oh. all the suburban women out there, hey, what's up? It's me. I'm picking up your daughter from soccer practice. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm bringing her home. But it's really you that I'm interested in, suburban woman of the Northwest suburbs. Let's go on a date. I'll take you to. Uh, I don't know. Starbucks. Cake Factory. I'll take you to Starbucks. No pressure. Just the two of us. Get to know each other a little. Coffee <laughs> bagel. We
1: can just we can just go to Gooberts and take some pictures. You know. Have
2: either of you Hopkins. been on Coffee Meets
1: Bagel? Uh, uh no, no.
0: That are men was... the coffee and women are the bagel, or the other way around?
2: No, I think it swaps. I think they're the donut. <laughs> Uh, dude, I cuppy coffee. Like from an anatomical perspective, coffee. where you're coming from? Biggie but, bagel. Um, the only well, I know two couples who spunky dunker had long-term relationships off coffee meets bagel, and and the one the dude was the bagel.
0: Oh, okay. I thought it was like <laughs> phallic for the coffee cup, and then
2: or <laughs> the my orifice. test tube full of coffee, <laughs>
0: vaginally shaped
2: bagel. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, no. Well, on that coffee meets bagel note, um, Zach, I think that you had some uh, required watching for us this week. Um, would yes. you like to uh, share?
1: Yes, I did. So the required watching for this week, and I think we're going to name this this segment. You know, we we watch something so that you don't have to for our viewers. You know, because mm-hmm. I know that they're going to worry about having stuff to talk about with their other. Co-workers at the uh, at the uh, water cooler, which we know is still a thing. The hot right. stove. The hot stove, right? Okay, so the boys watched Hubie Halloween this week. I don't know. Did did either of you? Did either of you two boys watch Hubie Halloween? I watched it last night.
0: I did not watch Hubie <laughs> <Nice>. Halloween. <laughs>
1: thank you, thank you for doing your homework. Toilet. I'm sorry. I I have no excuse. <laughs> I just didn't watch it it's it's okay it's okay this is the segment the boys watch a movie so you don't have to okay great so you thank can you. you can you can be in the audience with all the suburban women of the northwest suburbs beautiful
2: in fact beautiful. you can be the representative just,
1: just does, of the yeah. audience yeah, you can, the beautiful representative of the audience wow
0: thank you so much
2: wow
1: okay, so Luke, so where, where do you want where do you want to start with this you just want to start with the top i, this I mean movie. It's, it's a happy madison movie so you know you know you know what you're getting into Someone with Adam Sandler.
2: Yeah, and I think Rob that... I seen Steve. You. Kevin. Steve me Shaquille O'Neal, who's in all of these movies for some fucking reason. <laughs> what? He's in pa- this movie.
1: Dan, Dan Patrick is in this, and that's a that's a note I have. I mean, I don't know. Did you did you take notes, Luke? Do you just want to go from our notes and just keep going down? I um, kind of go in chronological order of the movie.
2: I didn't take notes, but I feel like if we're going in chronological order, um this is sort of the elephant in the room. So I want to get it out of the way. How are we going to describe Adam Sandler's character in this movie?
1: That's I, so I have a point that says um lovable doofus or town simpleton.
2: I, I thought town simpleton is a very generous interpretation of what's going on with this character.
1: I like who would you, if you were to take a bunch of his characters, because it's definitely an amalgam of previous characters that he's played in his other movies, I would say it's like Waterboy yeah. meets
2: Sling Blade, meets Forced Little Nicky
1: Like well, I'm talking about his character. I'm talking about his characters only. He like talks like Opera Man. He's simpleton like <laughs> Waterboy. And it's have you seen
2: the Canteen Boy sketch where Alec Baldwin tries to have sex with him? <laughs>
1: this is definitely like probably this was definitely pre kate mckinnon saturday night live
2: this was in like 1993 (laughs) canteen boy would you like a mimosa it's a hilarious sketch we should watch it next time we're all together watching old saturday night live sketches
1: the crew watches saturday night live sketches um yeah i don't yeah look there's there's some there's some there's some borderline things about his performance in this and his character that and the are, way that other people treat his character. Yeah. I mean the constant throwing things at him. Like uh, it's honestly so...
2: I kinda like that gag toward the end. <laughs> like it got that was so pretty, ridiculous. It was a pretty funny sight gag at the end.
1: Um okay so let's let's start let's start let's start off the top. So we we, we got we got beyond his his character. So I'm gonna say this. So our watching experience for this was and when I say hour, I mean, I, I forced my, my wife. Can we my get a, wife. a my, my wife. wife, can we get a, my wife drop? Yes. In post. Okay, cool. Thank you. So I forced, I forced my wife to watch this with me. We could only get through 45 minutes up until the corn maze scene. And then we stopped and then we had to watch silence of the lambs in between. We needed like a chaser of like an actually good <laughs> horror movie to be able to get through, to be able to get through the rest of this, but okay. So starting off um one of the first points I have are the cheap jokes with the mom's shirts. So like oh, there's yeah. like a, oh the mom's really old and she's outdated with with jokes like here's a muff diver t-shirt. Yeah, she or wore a t-shirt that donor. wore boner
2: donor. <laughs> Or, like, if you can read this, you're in the fart zone or something like that. Like, <laughs> she wears Coles t-shirts from 2005.
1: No, they're like Spencer's Gifts t-shirts. <laughs> oh, even better. <laughs> but I thought it was interesting. There was, like, so many reprisals of, like, old movies. I mean, there's something to be said about all the cast members is the same. But I kind of like the uh, Happy Gilmore touch with Ben Stiller at the beginning when he's the the um, orderly in the prison. Uh, yeah, that was the, in the tease prison.
2: for people our age for sure yeah
1: that was like a, oh i guess i'll continue watching this and i have uh, another i have another toilet, how afterwards. do you feel
2: about happy gilmore
0: like the movie itself
2: yeah and ben stiller's performance in it
1: uh pro <laughs> i'm gonna order you a glass of shut the hell up you're in my world toilet
2: no well now your back is gonna hurt because you just pulled, <laughs> just pulled one
1: <laughs> landscaping duties
2: Um let's see Julie Bowen a reprisal yeah. as a love interest of Adam Sandler.
1: She's awesome in Modern Family. I love that show. I know I'm like that's that's my middle class fancy showing that I love that show so much, but she's great. She's great in that show. And she's basically the mom character in this one as well with a yeah. little tinge of the of the um female character from Happy Gilmore as well,
2: because she is that character.
1: Yeah, but um, she, she but, is that actress. <laughs> that is her. Um, I have a, I have a note that also says. Um, so I guess I came back to this note later, but it says uh, Steve Buscemi. Steve Bassimi.
2: Steve Buscemi.
1: Basimi actually, not bad. I, I I didn't hate his performance in this. I thought he's like the only one who kind of like holds it together.
2: Yeah, his performance was good. I thought like Tim Meadows was kind of funny. Like it was a little over <laughs> Maya the. Maya
1: Rudolph not funny.
2: No, not not no. particularly funny. No.
1: Uh-uh.
2: Um, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if this is in your notes, but another thing, um, Julie Bowen's foster children, her two daughters are some fucking snitch ass bitches. Like they know where. <laughs> their brother is going, he, they know that he's going to that fucking party. So background, like there's a group of high school kids and like this freshman gets invited by the hot senior girl to go to this high school party, which as we know, having attended high school parties takes place in a large barn with a band, multiple kegs, like full cash bar as you do in high school. And yep. his sisters know that he's going to this party, but he disappears and they're like, where's our brother? Let's go looking for him.
1: Next to, next to call a, their mom. Next to a corn maze, which would definitely not draw attention to, to a teenage party next to a corn maze. Like there would probably be a, there'd probably be a noted, noted spot in the town.
2: Uh, what else you got, Zach?
1: Well, Dan Patrick makes a, makes a, a cameo and this is the principal of the, of the grade school.
2: I think so this like, isn't his first cameo in one of these.
1: I know, I know, but like I, so this is a what am I? I guess what of I? What of my bones to pick with these movies? Is that like I think a lot of the the writing is just it's just tired, you know? Like so, when in this scene, right, Hubie shows up and he's trying to be like then Hubie's the Adam Sandler character. He has actually like trying to be sincere while like giving some advice to these kids and they start throwing stuff and booing him. And like Dan Patrick's comedy of it is he's like, he's a human being like, Oh, okay, great. Nice punchline.
2: And was that even like a joke? I felt like that was what my internal conscience was saying for the first 30 minutes of this movie.
1: (laughs) While literally everyone in this
2: town torments this person.
1: It's supposed to be delivered in a, it's supposed to be delivered in the style of like the elephant man. Like I am a human being. Oh. I demand to be
0: taken seriously.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, toilet.
0: Sounds terrible, guys. Thanks for watching
1: that. Well, there's also I the what, one the one trope that I did kind of like, and then they had to ruin it at the end when you talk about Shack Luke is the <laughs> like the Warriors like pseudo narration through the radio. Yep, you know like like um yeah from the movie The Warriors, and I actually thought it was like a pretty like interesting touch. I was like, oh, this is not so bad. And then spoiler alert, I you know if all of you want to skip ahead to. In post production, Luke, you can tell what minutes they have to no, skip ahead to. <laughs> I don't care.
2: We can spoil Hubie Halloween.
1: Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, Hubie shows up to the Hubie shows up to the radio station and it's a female voice, but it's Shaq behind Shaquille O'Neal. For those of you who need to know. <laughs> I'm just looking at
2: Toilet's face right now. <laughs> um, oh and he's got like uh, Shaq has this ugly ass wife who comes out with, like, a man's voice. And yes.
1: It's just typical Happy Madison I- I thought, bad gags.
2: I thought that it was Kevin Farley, Chris Farley's brother, wearing a <laughs> wig. It wasn't. It's an actress. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. Because <laughs> uh, she's speaking in a man's voice, and it's kind of like, putting on a Chris Farley type affectation like lay off me I'm starving <laughs> another and then uh, they, like, classic make SNL out. reference and then they, they make, like, out make out eating a like ham sandwich
1: yeah it's pretty gross and then the last thing I have well besides Ray Liotta sucks is
2: he fucking sucks
1: he was so dumb in this movie um Rob Schneider like so if, did you pick up on his character where like he escapes in the beginning and then he kind of like shows up a couple of times. And then all of a sudden it just leads up to the gag is that he's Steve Buscemi's roommate. And that's it. He has no lines after that. Like that's all it is. He like, it's like this story arc that leads into that leads into nothing. And he's just ends up being Steve Buscemi's, um, (laughs) that's a big Steve Buscemi's roommate and that's it shit being
0: disappointed by a plot point in adam sandler movie
1: well no (laughs) i just got and i ended up getting disappointed at the fact that there's like a character it's just like he has no lines he has no (sighs) he has no like what a waste of rob schneider they they try and like build him up throughout the the movie (laughs) damn dude terrible shit it's just dumb i don't care if it's rob schneider it could be fucking daniel day lewis like i don't care who it is but it's just like how stupid how stupid an arc it was for them to like try and start off the movie with this and then like like have him come in a couple of times to like create some like fake spookiness and then just at the end he's just like like friends of the quote-unquote bad guy throughout the movie.
2: You should write a letter to Happy Madison Productions. I am. Was
0: or this Adam Sandler being like, oh, you guys didn't like Uncut Gems? I'm literally going to make the stupidest fucking movie I possibly can, Babe. It wasn't it's his stupidest pixels movie. Too.
1: This, was not, this was not the stupidest movie. This was better wasn't. than Grown Ups 2. Oh.
0: Cut your fucking tongue out.
1: I will say grown-ups- that
2: when Rob Schneider showed up i barely recognized him with his like anton Chigurh haircut and he, he kind of looked like javier bardem he had that like flowy 70s style
1: kind of <laughs> swoopy haircut actually since we had watched the silence of the lambs he looked like the actor who played jame gum oh
0: yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> and that's a fullback full 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 circle joke there
1: full circle joke yeah i think that's enough on hubie halloween mm. It was right, a guys. bad movie. It was a bad movie. The The group gives it a collective zero thumbs down, zero thumbs up, all thumbs yeah, down. Yeah,
2: zero thumbs up. One thumb in my ass. Got it. There we go. Okay, so I think that <laughs> we can count this as our final segment tonight. I think we're probably already at like an hour 10 or so, even with the breaks that we took. Whoa, but I got young people that look like adults. You guys don't want to hear that. Okay, sure, we can do that before I get into the segment because it's going to take a while.
0: Okay, so I'm watching HGTV. I'm holding the mic upside down. Does it sound backwards to you guys?
2: <laughs> yes, you're speaking backwards. It's like a Led Zeppelin album. Oh, shit. Satan, 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 Join Satan. Navy. Join the Navy.
0: Even um, at <laughs> I'm like watching HGTV. It's fucking House Hunters or whatever, you know, fucking season one million, episode 4,000. Um, and they're like, oh, I'm... Katie and I'm a fucking nurse and I'm fucking Kevin and I'm a fucking I don't know paralegal and like they're going through their shit and they're like they're talking about their kid and their fucking dumb kid does some dumb lame thing and then they're like yeah you know uh, we just want to kind of live outside of town like we're ready to start settling down and it's like oh yeah Kevin's like fucking 24 and Katie's like 22 like oh yeah it's time to start chilling out and these people look like they're like 45 years old like mm. they just look like so mm. fucking boring and like they're straight out of a Kohl's catalog
2: like is this both- taking place in Provo or like this Ogden, was in like, rural like, Missouri they're
0: like oh as it's you a say pretty Waco, big Texas town. this is like oh
2: it's we're in a
0: we're in a pretty big town in Missouri and it's like you know a town of like 30,000 people like an average city. city suburb yeah <laughs> And like, are they? Are House Hunters looking for like the fucking most boring ass people to like pick to like all these HGTV shows? Like, are you just born like a forty-five year old looking man, and you just are an old man your whole life? Like, is that
2: well just the trajectory like some people are on? I know some people who have tried out or have appeared on House Hunters actually, and they camera test people looking for boring people who are just going to be satisfied with, like, saying the same thing five times and not, like, it up for the camera. The house is, like, the interesting part of it. Nobody gives a fuck about, like, who the people are.
0: Exactly. We're looking
1: for an open concept kitchen.
0: They just want, like, fucking cookie cutter people like who gives a shit all I want to do is like look at the house and like watch you guys fight over what you want and what you want like that's we need
2: whole... a lawn for our German shepherd this is a little close to the highway this might be bad <laughs> for our German shepherd
0: it just appalls me that like some people are born and like they're a kid and then m- magically they. <laughs> it just also appalls me that some person. people are born <laughs> my greater point is I am gonna be a dipshit for my entire life. Obviously, my name is Toilet. Yes. So this is this is the life path I've chosen for myself. But some people just turn eighteen and then they're like, Oh, I'm a fucking middle aged person right now. Like right. for the rest of my life, I'm gonna be fucking boring and lame and wear clothes from Kohl's and that's this is my life now.
1: Is that a life is that a lifestyle, like an attitude, or the fact that like, you know, some guys just kinda lose their hair early?
2: Paul Newman was fucking cool until the day he died. Age is a mindset, baby.:
0: I totally agree. Well,
1: I'm interested for toilets.:
0: You're either a suburban woman of the Northwest suburb or you're not.: <laughs> you can make up your mind.
2: Yeah, uh, uh, that's some good shit. Um, we're going to take another break, and we'll get back with a long segment hosted by me.
0: That segment was terrible, so if you want to cut it, I don't care. But it's it, no,
2: I love that segment. We can talk dynamite. about House Hunters more
1: often. That was dynamite.
0: <clears throat> in my head, it was like, some people just look... Oh, I also wrote down year-round fall.
1: Year-round think? fall would be pretty dope.
2: Yeah, it's called living in Seattle.
0: No, I want like real fall.
2: Where it's like kind of gloomy and cool all the time. But it doesn't get too hot and it doesn't get too cold, and you can eat chili.
0: Yeah, like there's places where it's year-round winter and there's places where it's year-round summer, but there's no place where it's year-round spring or fall.
2: Yes, there is. It's like Finland.
1: Uh,
0: maybe that's where I need to go. You
1: should go go to like the UP of uh, Michigan.
0: I've been. I I met this girl at this wedding two weeks ago. She's from Lithuania, which is just like even worse Poland.
2: Ooh. <laughs>
0: she's like Baltic states let's go Lithuania
2: even worse Poland
3: (laughs) Like
2: this is staying in this is
0: why I don't stop recording (laughs) I'm like do you know any like traditions or anything she's like not really so I like looked it up on Wikipedia and she's like this Baltic state is very known for their smoked sausage their dumplings and their rye bread so I'm like oh do you like rye bread she's like yes I do (laughs) (laughs) I eat rye bread with every meal. I was like,
3: wait,
2: you're telling me that there's an Eastern European country where they have smoked sausage, dumplings, and rye bread. You're pulling my leg, dude. I feel like you're making this up.
0: (laughs) I'm like, oh, the only vegetable that's like common to the area is beets. Okay. So it sounds like you guys just eat sausage and potatoes.
2: (laughs) Uh, excuse me. They also import cabbage. Thank you very much. <laughs> Viva Lithuania. <laughs> In their native tongue of Spanish.
1: <laughs> she, speaks li-
0: she speaks Lithuanian.
1: Um, Is that just a dialect of Polish? Uh, no. I don't know. I've been
2: using a lot of Google Translate this year. And well, I've- actually, Poland-Lithuania was like one of those random european countries before world war one it was like next to prussia was prussia just poland plus russia,
1: russia no was it was germany. like germany lithuania had those sick like grateful dead jerseys for yeah, the grateful football, dead sponsored them <laughs> shout out shout out
0: psychedelic drugs Boy. all right luke what did you want to talk about is this this shots thing yeah is there anything else before we get there daryl Morey's on the list
1: yeah i thought that was just like the boys talk some basketball really quick he's like we're no not, longer the the rockets
0: we're not acknowledging the 2020
2: nba champions
1: i didn't acknowledge them i didn't say anything about the okay. you can bleep this out luke the
2: we're not yep. acknowledging Till Person for Tita either.
0: We're, well, this is a J-Butt pod. We're pro-J-Butt. We're pro-Big pro Head Coffee. Pro-J-Butt.
1: Pro-Aqua Hydrate. Pro-Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. When
2: does NBA 2021 season start? Christmas? Christmas. But they want people in the stands. That's not going to happen in Christmas. No, it's not. Well... No, it's not. When, when they Chris play outdoor winner, games. Winter classic. <laughs>
1: All the games are outdoors. Just imagine them playing a basketball game at Wrigley Field with like a forty mile per hour wind. That would be awesome. In.
0: That would be amazing.
1: And the Bulls lose to the Magic, uh, twenty four to twenty one. It was a 40-mile-per-hour wind blowing in off of Lake Michigan. Okay. Nope. Only, pretty difficult. Only six <laughs>
2: hyperextended elbows from players falling on the court.
0: <laughs> they have to play on like the actual surface that's there.
2: <laughs> they have to play on an ice rink in skates.
0: <laughs> it's electric content. Daryl Morey's not with the Rockets anymore? No,
2: they fired yeah. him yesterday.
1: Well, they didn't fire. It was a mutual parting of ways. Sure, sure. I think uh, Xi Jinping had something to do with it. <laughs> is I Xi mean, Xi Jinping and his eternal
2: ally, Till Person Fertitta. <laughs> is is being relevant the worst thing that could happen
0: to you? Like they've been relevant for a long time now.
1: They have the longest playoff streak. The Houston Rockets.
0: I mean, they're in a better position than the Chicago
2: Bulls are. Well, are your you, best we, players a choke artist.
1: Well, yeah, that's what I would say. Like they'll win a lot of regular season games, but like they just keep showing that they can't. They can't get like past the conference finals. I guess that that one year, what was it twenty? Twenty seventeen was the year that they were up on. No, twenty eighteen was it the year that they were up on the uh, the Cavaliers? Oh, they blew a three one lead I mean, to the uh, Warriors. The Warriors, yeah, Sorry, sorry. That sorry, was twenty
2: seventeen, the last year that KD was on the team.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. No. 2019 was the last year Katie was on the team. No, the last
2: the last year that Katie was on the Thunder. Thunder. Oh, we're talking about the Rockets. Fuck. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Toilet. James no, you're Hard- right. Yeah. James yeah. James Harden's jersey number.
0: I think it was three to two. James Harden is number thirteen.
1: Russell Westbrook. <laughs> number zero. Do you, know, you want to know something crazy? I saw the stat on Twitter, speaking of Russell Westbrook stats, that um, Khalil Mack and him are, like, roughly the same size-ish, like 6'1", 3-something, or, I mean, 2-something. But, but Khalil Mack can actually jump his combine. His combine uh, broad jump was actually six inches higher than Russell Westbrook's. That
0: is breaking my brain. So, I know
1: it's breaking my brain too. They're roughly the same height. Cause Mac's not like super tall. He's just been a like lot a of guys in the house. NFL
2: besides offensive linemen really. And I guess wide receivers really are like super duper tall, like NBA players and Clice Campbell and Clice Campbell and Cam Newton, as we've established
1: Nick Foles. He's pretty tall too.
0: Nine inch Nick. <laughs> we can't go back to the bears. Um,
1: yeah, talking I no, height I or no talking girth.
0: I think like it's hard as a Bulls fan to like weigh in on this topic because the Bulls could not be farther from being relevant, competitive, or respectable in the NBA, and the Rockets are at least all three of those. So, um, sorry for the Rockets fans who are sad, and happy for the Rockets fans who are happy that maybe things will get better.
1: So, all the Rockets fans hire? that listen to this pod, who. Who?
0: I mean, yeah. Are they technically Midwest?
2: They're Central Time
0: they Zone.
1: Should
2: hire Gar Pax.
0: They yes. Should. Well, just Gar. Pax is still with us.
2: Oh, <laughs> he's still poor, with us. Poor
1: Gar. Poor Gar. How come Pax gets to stay, but Gar doesn't? Gar is
2: no longer with us.
1: Uh, if you played for the Bulls, you get to stay on the team.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Scottie Pippen. Keep cashing those checks, baby.
0: Um, are we? So mid we're a mid-worst podcast. Does does Houston count? They're in the central time zone, but they're not really midwest. That's sure like Southwest. Shout out to
2: our Southwest boys. Go Bears. Okay. So for our last segment tonight, I wanted to um turn back the wheels of time a little bit. We'll and turn back um, time. Um, I wanted to touch on a musical experience that we all shared about 10 years or so ago. Um, and this is going to get a little PG 13. Not to say that this isn't, you know, Midwest podcast after dark, um, but certainly uh, there is going to be some explicit content here. And while that may be true, you might be saying, like, Luke, how can you do this? You also have to understand that. This song was used, was hit number two on the charts in the United States, number two, and was used in the promotional material for the Puss in Boots movie, a movie ostensibly marketed to children. So as I'm going through this, just keep that in mind. Like, don't look at me. I'm merely the locus through which we understand how um, music affects our culture. And the song that I want to talk about tonight is Shots by LMFAO.
1: Uh,
2: We'll get there. We'll get there. That's actually like at the very end of the song. So um, LMFAO, uh, and you can already tell they're cowards because LMFAO stands for laughing my freaking ass off um that's not is, what it stands for that's what it says on wikipedia <laughs> um it's it's two dudes uh red, red Foo Foo. and sky blue
1: what if is um, the son of like a really famous uh yeah motown so, producer
2: yeah so
1: and the other red ones is blue and
2: sky blue are a, perhaps our most famous uncle nephew combo <laughs> like can you think of another uncle nephew combo doing anything
1: Uncle Drew and Kyrie
2: no that's the same person <laughs> uh, have you ever seen Eddie Murphy and the Nutty Professor in the same room <laughs> Checkmate atheists <laughs> um, so Redfoo and Skyblue uh, Zach like you said Redfoo is the son of the founder of Motown Records Barry Gordy <laughs> And uh, Sky Blue is his grandson. So if you're wondering, like, hey, LMFAO sucks. How did they even, like, get entry into the music industry? Uh, that's how.
1: That's how. Nepotism.
2: Nepotism. Mm-hmm. Um, so the uncle-nephew dynamic is really throwing me off here. Because, like, Zach Toilet you have uncles, if you went to hang out with your uncle and your mom asked you like, hey toilet, what did you do with your uncle Jimmy uh, this afternoon? And you said, oh, we wrote a song about strippers. Like maybe your mom might have a conversation with your uncle, but apparently Red Foo and Sky Blue have just like the most chill uncle nephew relationship in the
1: world. Eskimo uncle.
2: I think they might be Eskimo uncles.
1: Oh, that's yeah. not even a think. That's a for sure. <laughs>
2: um, but the background of LMFAO aside, I wanted to uh, take a deep dive into the lyrics of shots because um, I-, I think that, you know, as we look back on the past 10 years, um, it really shows the progress that we've made as a society. Um, so, without further ado, this is um, a Worst Podcasts interpretation of shots by LMFAO featuring Lil John. Um, we begin with Lil John in the intro. And the first thing that Lil John says is, I'm fucked up. <laughs> Relatable. Which is relatable. Um, It's relatable to toilet. (laughs) This came out in 2010, I believe, 2009, 2010. So we were 19, uh, freshman, sophomore in college. So, Zach, do you have something to share?
1: No, it just reminds me of sticky basement floors and Keystone Light. We do not condone underage
3: drinking.
0: Which I would have
1: (laughs) never have... Uh, done myself I've just you know from experience from from other people's experience
2: um, I guess like beginning with I'm fucked up my first question to you Zach and Toilet is have you ever heard this song played at less than 110 decibels
1: no um, I've heard an acoustic version
2: <laughs> <laughs> LMFAO unplugged
1: the serious coffee house channel.
2: If you're not getting drunk, ladies and gentlemen, uh, um, <laughs> the NBR cut. <laughs> so, um, as like in all Lil John's features, he's just like someone who's responding to someone. But in the intro here, yeah! Lil, Lil John is responding to himself. So, if you're not getting drunk, ladies and gentlemen, uh huh, get ready to get fucked up. Let's do it. Ha ha. LMFAO. You know what? Little John. Yeah. There you go. All of the alcoholics. Where are you at? Ugh. <laughs> 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 you so, dead corner. <laughs> that's not the last time either. Um, Ugh. Let's go. Hey. 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 Uh huh. Hey. 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 Let's go. Yeah. So we move into the first verse, which is um, Sky Blue. Um, Sky Blue's only verse in the song, by the way. So Sky Blue, as the uh, British announcers say, uh, really putting in a shift here. You know, just getting in, getting out, getting the job done.
0: That was talking soccer.
2: Sky Blue says, when I walk up in the club, what does little John say? Yeah. All eyes on me. Yeah. I'm with a Party Rock crew. Yeah. All drinks are free. Yeah. We like Ciroc. Sure. We love Patron. Yeah. We came to Party Rock, everybody. It's on. I spot the lie. And then we go shot, 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 shots, shots, shot, 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 shots, shot, 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 shots. Everybody. So... I'm not going to do this for all of the shots because oh. there are many shots. Um, but did you guys know any dumbasses in college who were like, uh, "What if it was like the Thunderstruck game, but with shots? And each time they say shots, you take a shot?"
1: <laughs> yeah, I believe I mean, we had that conversation in the frat house at some point. I was that guy.
2: <laughs> like, even if you tried to do it with beer, you would just end up throwing up because you would be drinking so much foam. Each one, I think, is like 32 for each chorus.
1: That was uh, the most so it's, popular. It's, it's 16. It's 16 on the Google Lyrics right here. So that'd be 32 in total. But then that doesn't count the ones in the background when they just start yelling like, shots, shots.
2: Okay, so we get through the first chorus. And uh, here's that, where Red Redfu shows up. Is, is her,
1: Redfu the tall one?
2: He's the tall one with the afro. The, yeah, with the afro. Um, that would be Uncle Stefan Redfoo um, in this uncle-nephew relationship. And uh, Redfoo, in his very normal relationship with his nephew, uh, says, The ladies love us when we pour shots. They need an excuse to suck our cocks. <sighs> <Ooh.
1: laughs> so...
2: That's like really telling on yourself right there. It's like, yes, I am hideous. Like, girls are into me, but they need an excuse.
1: So, can I, can I, quick divergent story time here for a second about this song? So, my wife and I back when we lived in North Center, my wife,
2: wife. (laughs) this is a great time for this story.
1: We used to, we used to work out at one of those, um, like, uh, uh, boot camp places. It's like At right Haka off here. Las Vegas. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> but, uh, the trainer, he was like this guy from, uh, from, from Miami. So he, like, really, really, really loved, like, dance and, like, music like this, right? Like, yeah. Um, FAO music. And this is like, he used to play this song, like, every single, he's played this song every single week and one time he played the explicit version and like can i paint a little picture of what the class was in this like high intensity (laughs) interval training um i believe there were like like maybe 10 12 people and outside of the trainer i think i was the only male in this class (laughs) so um as you can imagine when these lyrics were coming on there was a lot of just like Like, what the fuck are you playing right now, man? Like, what the hell? Is it what the
2: fuck are you playing, man? Because if it was a room full of people who are relatively our age, they know the lyrics to this song.
1: It was not people our age. It was was all over the gamut. You had people (laughs) as old as- Suburban
2: women of the Northwest
1: suburbs. (laughs) Suburban women of the Northwest suburbs living in the Northwest side of Chicago. Hey, suburban
2: women of the Northwest suburbs, do you need something to spice up your bedroom life? Do you need an excuse? <laughs> Perhaps might we suggest shots? shots. <laughs> would
0: you rather but, get tackled by the Tennessee Titans or see your uncle's erect penis?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would rather. Is it get, James Harrison tackling us? I would rather yes, be. It's like eleven James, James
2: Harrisons. I would rather be like a a cornerback on like a Derrick Henry screen where he catches five yards in the backfield and then just gets up ahead of steam.
1: Sorry. Oh God. Go
0: ahead. Continue reading lyrics to this song.
1: But yeah, I have, I have intimate reactions to this song as well.
2: Um, So continuing with Red foo's verse, we came to get crunk. What does Lil John say? Yeah. How about you? Yeah. Bottoms up. Let's go round tail. Yeah. And then we're shots, shot shots. shots. shots yeah, shot, yeah, 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 shot, yeah.
1: Shots, shot.
2: So we get to the first bridge, and this is where we get to hear from Mr. John himself, Lil' John. And Lil' John says, if you ain't getting drunk, get the fuck out the club. Fuck if you yeah. ain't taking shots, get the fuck out the club. Yes. If you ain't come to party, get the fuck out the club. Agreed. Now where my alcoholics. Let me see your hands up. So this is the second time where the people listening to the song have been referred to as alcoholics, <laughs> which is just like a really fun way to get the party going. Like, heck, who's ready to discuss the ramifications of alcoholism at the club? Um, and then Lil John goes on to list a number of shots, um,
1: which rank them, rank them,
2: perchance take. Um, jaeger bombs lemon drops Mm. buttery nipples which i believe is like peach schnapps and like amaretto or something Mm. have you ever had uh, butterscotch schnapps probably buttery nipples jello shots kamikaze three wise men fuck all that shit give me some gin
3: Now, I've drank
2: in a lot of places in my life. I've drank in bars. I've drank in frat houses. I've drank house parties in my own house, in clubs. Not jail. Brag. Never in my, in jail, (laughs) never in my life have I ever seen somebody take order and
1: take a shot of gin.
2: You've done it? My hand is up.
1: So a, I guess it's an alcoholic move.
0: Toilet toilet story time. So at a wedding a couple weeks ago
2: <laughs> <laughs> This is recent?
0: <laughs> groom buys everyone like a groomsman gift or whatever and he gets everyone like a tiny little like plain bottle of liquor. because um, he wants us to do a shot together and he bought everyone like a different one so that it would like reflect our
1: uh you know, our different, different tastes in Northwest tastes. suburban women.
0: Northwest suburban men slash women ambiguous gender typing. Stop playing with your mic. Non-binary. Um, and he's like, oh, I know you like gin and tonic, so I got you a, a fucking tiny shooter of Bombay. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, dude, I don't drink room temp shots of gin. You fuckhead. While other guys got like fireball. I got fucking whiskey, like
2: Jack, whiskey? Any like Jack whiskey, Daniels, tequila,
0: room Monica? temp, room temp Bombay gin, down the hatch. It was the worst experience of my
2: life. Well, solidarity with you and La John.
0: Other than today, I was at a bar and I was offered a high life with with bitters in it, and I was told it tastes like spaghettios. Ew. Ew. it was disgusting, but I drank it.
2: I like bitters and soda if you're like driving and need to stay sober. Um, but yeah, high life and bitters sounds disgusting. Okay, we're uh back with uh Red Foo, and he says, Shots patrons on the rocks, and I'm ready for some shots. The women okay. come around every time I'm pouring shots. Oh, the panties hit the ground every time I give them shots problematic so, cups in the air everybody let's take shots
1: Truly who put shots in cups
2: the real robert frost of our time rhyming shots with shots with shots with shots with shots
1: warrior poet <laughs> poet laureate Louis Louis gluck's got nothing on this guy
2: um and then we're back with red Fu again doing th- this is like a classic party song move and I'm not going to blame LMFAO for this because like artists like Beyonce had done this before, but it's like, do something to identify yourself as single and or drunk, which is if you're feeling drunk, put your hands in the air. And if you're trying to fuck, put your hands in the air. I imagine that this bridge was especially interesting in your hit class, uh, Zach, um, <laughs> Now, Sam, I'm fucked up, I'm fucked up, I'm fucked up, I'm fucked up, I'm trying to fuck, I'm trying to fuck, I'm trying to fuck, I'm trying to fuck. I, I mean, when you listen to this song, how could you not pick it as the music for your Puss in Boots trailer? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, the Kids Bop version of this must be fire. <laughs>
2: oh, shit. Is there one? The-
1: There's oh. a Kids
0: Bop for uh, WAP. It's called... Mama's making waffles and pancakes.
2: No, there isn't. Yeah, dude. No, there isn't. Is there really? Mom is making
0: waffles and pancakes. I gotta be honest. I'm down with both versions.
2: You're you're pulling my leg. That doesn't exist yet, does it?
0: Look it up.
2: Oh my god.
0: (sighs) Why are you upset? What's wrong with waffles and pancakes?
2: I mean, there are so many songs. For kids pop to do
0: yeah but the kids <laughs> want to rap about waffles and pancakes
1: i just stumbled upon an article that says uh the 20 most inappropriate kids pop songs
2: and shots wow. on
1: there uh, a lot of britney spears
2: yeah that's britney spears was not like i'm this fucked is- up i'm trying to fuck so shots so- is on there
1: has it's a it's a lot it's a lot of like hip-hop and stuff and then all of a sudden there's an adele someone like you (laughs) i don't know why that's a bad uh
2: we don't need to expose children to emotional turmoil after a breakup
1: yep
0: damn luke any more intriguing lyrics
1: there Ooh, number two lmfao party rock anthem that's a different song though
2: that is a different song um, no, we do uh, Shots Patrons on the Rocks and I'm ready for some shots and that whole thing again. Patronio. And then we do La-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da da- 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 for about a minute and a half, I think, in real imagine,
1: time. Imagine your grandfather like producing for Smokey Robinson and then, or your dad produced for Smokey Robinson and then you like approached him with this song.
2: The thing is, they didn't sign to Motown. They, sold, they signed to Interscope.
1: I know, but it's like still like I mean that was definitely. Oh no, like, I would
2: be humiliated.
1: That would that's like the that's the in that's like the the avenue that they use to get that deal with Interscope, right? For like sure. oh they're like oh this is what's the guy's name again?
2: Redfoo Stefan Gordy,
1: uh, like, or what his dad? Was, yeah, Barry Gordy. Yeah, it's Barry Gordy's son or grandson or whatever.
2: Uh, both as it turns out in this band. (laughs) (laughs) You know, just me and my uncle sitting on the dock of the bay, pouring shots.
1: Yeah.
0: Trying to hit on suburban women of the Northwest suburbs.
1: In their hit classes.
2: I mean, many of the women who were dancing to this song at uh, Spring Break 2010 in Puerto Vallarta are now suburban women of the northwest suburbs life comes at you fast man
0: celebrating christian girl autumn
2: not all of us can be toilets some of us have to do it some of us have to dig through the uh, detritus of culture and remind us that yes shots existed
1: i I think this is a snapshot of 2010 for sure i mean do you guys want to make some overarching overarching like uh, comments about 2010 like a la bill simmons just like two or three like points about 2010 that's supposed to like encapsulate an entire year maybe a decade a little decade talk you know this uh, is like the end of a decade of like you know party like a rock star those sort of songs where it was like, still okay to like <laughs> i don't know I'm i'm going off the rails here no i, I want to
2: say that it's like the nadir of quote-unquote Mainstream rap, and yet one of my favorite hip hop albums of all time came out in twenty ten
1: shout well, I think out. the the dichotomy is what like made my beautiful dark Just in fantasy. I knew where you were going with that one um so much better, you know, like because of what what little was out there. Yeah,
2: and I mean, I went to school in Indiana. Everybody's favorite rapper was fucking Lil Wayne. Everybody loved Lil Wayne, had to hear Lollipop like 500,000 times. I was like there at the ground floor on when Drake was breaking, and Drake was part of the Lil Wayne atmosphere during that time. Um, young money, cash money, billionaires. Um, but I mean, if you look at like Jibs and Mims, and who did Party Like a Rock Star?
1: Fuck, shop boys. Oh yeah,
2: shop boys. Great pull. There, there was a lot of that going on, and I guess like this combined with like EDM is what produced laughing my freaking ass off.
1: I, I guess this was also that time when like they were trying to. It was like the the precipice of trying to take that sort of dubstepish sound mainstream right because like ellie ellie goldling would have been like two uh, years after this i guess she was like the she was like the 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 chance to try and take it like add like add some melody and some lyrics to it because otherwise it's never going to go mainstream but i don't know i always thought that lmfao was one of that first like groups that tried to the tried to like capture like a mixture of like steve aoki and
2: definitely like crappy
1: crappy crappy like surface level um like chameleon air rap you know yeah sorry um, chameleon air if you're listening I, I don't think your rap is crappy
2: um true is a favorite of mine um tying it back to sports and uh, uh redfoo was uh briefly engaged or at least he dated victoria azarenka when she was the number 1 uh women's tennis player in the world <laughs> 2013 I swear to god what a poll for old stefan red Foo gordy and uh
1: did, did, you, did you know he's uh he uh he's like a big time bitcoin guy red Foo? Uh,
2: yeah he like day traded and stuff i've seen his hit on jim kramer
1: yeah, he was like he, he was like one of the people who kinda like uncovered that like Coinbase problem where they actually like weren't collecting money for people on their trains. <laughs> he was just like tweeting his customer support issues to like everybody. At Coinbase.
2: <laughs> at American Airlines. I am not getting paid out at BetDSI. Is this a scam?
1: <laughs> well he also speaking of Air American Airlines, I think I can't I don't know if it was Sky if it's sky Blue or if it was Red Foo, who like got into the kerfuffle with Mitt Romney on an airplane. Jet blue. Jet blue, <laughs> Jet blue on sky blue. Yeah. One of them bought Mitt was, like, Romney on
2: an airplane?
1: Well, like they got into like a uh, they got into like a uh, uh, a um Sir. Uh, what if, yeah, sir off. It was like sir. a sir off.
0: Sir, you need to wear a mask, <sighs> sir.
2: It like Did Mitt Romney recognize them?
1: Sky Blue became physically violent.
2: Was he off off bed then?
1: (laughs) Royal Canadian, the the Mounties had to remove him. It was a flight from (laughs) Vancouver to LA. Sorry. Oh, shit. This is February 2010. This is a presidential hopeful Mitt Romney.
2: I mean, and this is also peak LMFAO too. Holy
1: shit. Yeah, that was. This is like
2: absolute peak LMFA out. And peak Mitt Romney. No, it's not peak Mitt Romney. 2012 was peak Mitt Romney. We haven't even reached peak Mitt Romney yet. You don't even know what he's capable of. I haven't even begun to peak. Um, all right, guys. Well, that was a hell of an episode i've got speaking to say no we-
0: republican speaking we didn't even mention chris christie this week
2: oh anyway. my god uh chris our christie sweet stuff. our sweet boy um you know
1: thoughts and prayers
2: thoughts and prayers uh conveniently came out this week that he wasn't just in the hospital he was in the icu for seven days that's a good time
1: oh so he really i'm sure he's fine. Check himself in for preventative measures he was like full-on
2: yeah you know the preventative Oof. icu You know when you're like trying not to get sick so you take vitamin C and, you know, drink a lot of fluids, go to bed early, check yourself into the ICU for a week. I'm surprised that he got it worst out of all of them because he's just naturally socially distanced at his head due to the width of his hips. (laughs) Got him.
1: Got team.
0: Perfect way to end it, Luke. What a great week. We just guys. need to
2: build a bridge between the two parties. You know? <laughs> Chris Christie can
1: be that bridge.
2: <laughs> a Spirit of bipartisanship. <laughs> the honorary Chris Christie Bipartisan Bridge. Until next week, I'll talk to you guys later.
1: Love you boys. Call your mother. Love you boys. Love your mothers. Love your brothers. Love your you. <laughs> suburban Northwest mothers.
0: Me and my uncle Went riding down South Colorado was Texas bound We stopped over In Santa Fe That day in the pond, Just about halfway
3: hey, And you know It was the hottest part of the day And I took the horse
0: Up to the stall, Went to the barroom Water drinks for all Three days in the saddle You know my body hurt
3: it been summer I took off my shirt And I tried to Wash off some of that dust and dirt
0: Went oh, this cowboy but There's all around We liquor, and money They load it down So soon after payday No, it seems shame, you know Margo, he starts to again Get hollow track and the
3: women take the name.